Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is episode 73 on the Merry Beers podcast, and it is the last episode of 2016. Woohoo! Welcome to Merry Beers. Get inspired to live your best life and learn what it takes to create an epic business from the world's most amazing entrepreneurs. We're your hosts, Emma and Carla Pappas. Let's get our Merry Biz on. American. We're so super pumped. It's our last podcast episode for 2016, which is kind of crazy. Like, where the hell did the year go? Also known as the craziest year that ever did live in the lives of Merrymakers. <laughs> and lots of other people, I think, too. Yeah. Um, I can't believe that we started this podcast on the 24th of January this year, and mm-hmm. we've had 17... 17- Two other episodes go live, plus a few bonus episodes as well, Might I might oh, add, yeah. because we did some bonus ones that I forgot to number. So who knows how many episodes we've done, but it's around the 73 mark, and my, oh my, podcasting has been super duper fun. Yeah, I, it's kind of funny to think that we only started this year. It feels like we've been doing it for longer, I think. I know, podcasting is fun. So we thought that this episode would be super fun for both Emma and I to kind of talk about 2016, the year that was, do a little bit of a review, talk about everything that we did, everything we we achieved, everything that went to crap, everything we've learned, so you can learn from it, and also talk about 2017 and what we're planning for that as well. But before we get into that, I thought we should start with some fun little questions. Ooh, fun! What are they? Number one question is, what's the best thing that's happened this week? Oh, this week? Yeah, not this year, because we always have to start with this week. Oh, um, my birthday. Happy (laughs) birthday! Yeah, I had like the most magical, amazing day. Well, first it started with Pilates, and I love Pilates. Me too. And then coffee, and then uh, me and you and Dan went for brekkie and had delicious breakfast. Mm -hmm. Then Dan, like, took me off for a day of surprises, and he took me... Like, on this jet ski safari, which was so fun. We, like, jet skied for an hour and a half around the marina in, um, just, like, in Gold Coast, the north of Gold Coast, I think. Um, and it was so epic. Like, we saw dolphins, we saw this weird crazy fin thing that I don't know what it was, and I was kind of freaking out, but it was so cool. Then I got a facial and a massage, and then got taken out for a lovely dinner, and it was, like, the most epic day ever. So that was my favourite thing, (laughs) Spoiled much! <laughs> Plus, you got a Tiffany's bracelet. Oh yeah, yeah, and I got a really nice bracelet and cute Peter Alexander pajamas. Nice. Yeah. 
Are you going to ask me? Oh, or is yeah. it just about you? <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. I thought we saw one person asked the question, then we both answer. What was the best thing about your week? Um, Your birthday, because I had breakfast and it was delicious. And that was fun. So let's go into the next questions. Most loved moment of 2016. Emma? You go first this time. Okay. Probably my most loved moment of 2016 would be um oh my gosh there is just so many i'm gonna say the road trip mm. la to san francisco was freaking amazing and the best thing ever what about you yeah i don't know like there was just so many epic things that i can't even think which one ex- actually but i think just all the traveling probably and also like as like yeah, this question is too hard because, like, I've had a great year. Oh, sorry, sorry. Too, too hard. Put in the too hard basket. But let's move on to travel because that's my other question. Yeah. Um, what was your most favourite travel so moment? you already answered it. I didn't know it was my favourite moment. So maybe it's going to be different. Okay, what is it? Most favourite travel moment would be when we went to Bangkok and we were on a rooftop bar looking over the amazing city in Bangkok yeah. and all of the lights and all the stars and just crazy meeting amazing people, like different people that I think are the most epic people ever. Yeah, I think definitely both America trips, um, Bangkok trip and also Melbourne trip, going to the races. We went oh, to yeah. the Melbourne Cup and like we got to go in the little marquee big marquee and it was really fun just like the funnest day ever. we got to dress up really nice and it was just cool because we just like traveled for one night two nights to melbourne just to go to the races which was kind of cool and we forgot about the philippines so that was awesome. oh yeah <laughs> okay so many things okay what about your biggest lesson of 2016 biggest lesson is probably uh, focus on joy like just always focus on adding more joy to your day and your projects and whatever you're doing because life is short and you don't know when it's going to end. Like, you just don't know. So it's like, what's the point of getting really stressed out about work, business, relationships, when actually you don't know when your time is up? Mm. Like, just focus on adding joy. And if you find yourself being cranky, being nasty because you're just in a bad mood, like have a toolbox to just like have stuff that like can get you out of your funk. Like be aware of what is creating that funk mm. and like figure out how to make it better. And just like just self-awareness of that. <laughs> self-awareness. <laughs> self-awareness. Of your happiness. Lesson. Of your happiness. Yes. Well, I was going to say focus. That was my biggest lesson because I think that we probably didn't focus for 2016 on like business stuff like I'm talking business lessons um and now I think we've learned that and I'm excited for next year because we have a really clear focus but I think it's also with the focus thing it's like we kind of didn't have a choice but we'll get into that later <laughs> like we had to focus on lots of different I know things yeah, yeah true but now it's like that yeah. was the lesson learned yeah that like that way doesn't work but now we're going to make it better and yeah. but we had to do that in order to figure out what we were going to exactly. focus on exactly so it's all it all makes sense in the end okay favorite podcast episode that we recorded with another person not oh, yeah. like us but like we interviewed 
Um, I think all the ones of Dan knows because they were live <laughs> <laughs> and because he's my boyfriend. But also Mark Manson's podcast, definitely Mark Manson's. But the ones in like the one in ones in person are mm. so much more fun. Like I way more like I way more enjoy those ones than doing it via Skype. I don't know, like there's barely any live ones, but they're much more fun. But um, also Mark Manson's, and I can't remember what episode that is, but far out, like, I just was like, like, he just was so helpful. Like, he just has, like, this really good perspective of life stuff Mm. and how to make it less sucky. So, like, he's really awesome. I would definitely recommend going back and listening to that one. Well, we'll find out what episode number that is and put it in the show notes. My favourite podcast episode... I'm going to say yes to both what you said, I agree with you, but also Hal Elrond's. I thought it was amazing. And um, we've had heaps of good feedback about that one as well. And just sending heaps of good vibes to Hal out into the world right now. Healing vibes because I know that he needs them. But his episode was, I reckon, it helped so many people and it helped us as well. And I just thought it was fun. And he has such good clear messaging. So I think it was inspiring to, like, hear him be interviewed as well. Yeah, And be totally. like, wow, like, he's just, like, got that down. Okay, favourite book you read this year? I'm trying to think of all the books I read. Um, I know, am I? Oh, I'm saying Cradle Hate by I Dan I was Norris. just about to say <laughs> that. No, <laughs> yeah, that's my mine. Favorite. That was mine too. And also, um, what was that other book we both read? The, oh, The Heart of, Heart no. of Love? No. What is that? That was, like, three years ago. <laughs> the that was, like, three years ago. Oh, um, um, The War of Art. Oh, the, good book. The War of Art? The Art of the War? The Art of War? The War of Art. It's the War of Art. It's the War of Art. Not the Art by of Stephen War. By Stephen Pressfield. Yeah, I mean, that book like, oh, was, was about, really good. Um, big Magic. Was that this that year? That was last year. Oh, God. Epic book, too. Oh, maybe and also, um, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. I actually haven't finished it. Another, that's Mark Manson again, but really good book. Similar, where like it's just life advice written in a really good way. Yeah. I'm excited to read it. Yeah. haven't read it, but his blog posts are epic. Favorite restaurant slash dinner moment of twenty. It's <laughs> hard. We've gone on so many bloody <laughs> dinners in our lives this year, like lives this year, like it's ridiculous. Oh, so Can many. Can I just like combine all the bonitas together? Bonita is like <laughs> so. Bonita is like Mexican. How good is Mexican food? They do like Mexican tacos in lettuce leaves and they're ridiculously delicious and the best margaritas but also like what about overseas dinners you could have said your Phuket one yeah Phuket I had so many yum dinners in Phuket but also what about Melbourne in Melbourne we had a great dinner it was a really late Hanks yeah fancy Hanks really late night dinner we were quite inebriated after the races and we're like we need to get some food so we went to like American food place it's so yummy so what, yum what about in america i was just we about to say what about food? in ohi oh. with derek and marlene and we had the most funnest oh. time we ate gluten-free pizza with all the fairy lights under the trees and it was really beautiful yeah that was a really fun <gasps> dinner what about the montre um brew pub oh yeah that was that really, was really fun. fun i'm just like there was so many good dinner experiences what about in new york when we went to mexican that was oh, also yeah. really fun that was really okay. fun. There's so many good things. So I mean, see that dinner the, moments make up a Hel- lot of twenty. Hellenica, like know, yeah. all the Hellenicas. Even like just when mum and dad came to visit. Yeah, and, all like, those. That dinners. was always so fun. Just Jimmy Wiles. I freaking love mm, that place. That if place. you live on the Gold Coast, like man, there's some good food up here. We've got all the tricks and tips for you for food. <laughs> tricks and tips. <laughs> just hey? tricks. tips and tricks. Um, <laughs> just tips. Actually. Just tips. No tricks. Um. Okay. <laughs> 
we're probably going to get into this when we go through our year in review, but hardest moment of 2016. Oh, there's been quite a few, I would say. Just like, it kind of feels like generally it was actually, like, it was a pretty hard year, I'm going to say, like, work-wise, business-wise. Like, it never was, like, crippling hard. Mm. Like, we always got through it. But looking back, like, there was a lot of struggles with direction, clarity. We made mistakes on what to focus our energy on. So I feel like it's just been like this massive year of kind of like, kind of just like stepping up, but not quite making it. Like we're stepping up, learning, <laughs> but like nothing really like, like nothing, like everything kind of just went a little bit blah. Not but now, everything. Not, not like in a really, not, app. not like a bad way. No, the app is bloody amazing. Not in a, but that's what I'm saying. Like this year, it's like, okay, like I feel like we've probably gained clarity mm. in the last two months, but it, it feels, it feels like we've literally spent 10 months of this year, like having fun, honestly, having the best time of our lives, but also business wise, like hard learnings. Yeah, totally. So like, that's what I feel like. I totally agree, and I think probably the hardest moment to deal with has been the book, oh. because I thought that the book that we learned our lessons from the last book, and then this book happened, and I was really excited about it, and then we just had so many delays. And like, I don't even think we're ready to completely talk about no. it yet, because it's just like, oh my god, raw. it's hard, guys. Too raw. <laughs> you know, if you've been listening, like you, know, you know, we talked about all our lessons in our last book, and man, like we learned even more lessons. Shit. And do you know what? Do you know what the biggest lesson is for me? For me, no more books. Stick to online. <laughs> Bloody hell! Oh my gosh. Okay, cool. So they were the questions that I thought we should ask, but now I want to go back all the way back to mm. January 2016, the first of January 2016, mm. and I want to take everybody through the journey that has been in Merrymaker Land for the past year. I remember first of January. You we, remember? Yeah. Oh my god. We um this is exciting. we did goals at Dan's house because we were up here. We weren't living up here, but we were staying at Dan's. And Dan was like, "Let's do our goals." And like he kind of like helped us break it all down, do like revenue goals, mm. social media goals, um, like speaking goals, what we wanted to achieve, what we wanted to attend, conference wise. I should get those goals up. I know we pretty much failed most of them. No, we didn't. No, like I know our revenue, we didn't do oh, it. Oh, yeah, I know that. Our insta- like our followers and, yeah. and um, that, we didn't make any of it. Yeah. But I know we, speaking, speaking we, we like went above and beyond. We wanted to speak at like five events. I'm pretty sure we spoke at like 10 events. 50. And <laughs> it was like, whoa, too many. Um, we had to start saying no to them. I know. How epic is that? <laughs> but like at the start of the year, we were like, I was way too afraid to even think about speaking yeah. in front of people. So, so, wow, that's a huge growth. But I also feel like, you know what? Like those, even like knowing our revenue, I'm talking like in 2015, we didn't even track our money. We didn't use zero. Like I feel like we've had so much growth this year in just like the business foundations mm. where – we started using zero. We started monitoring our money, knowing what was coming in, knowing what was going out, a lot going out. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> and also like just being more aware. And then like, now I feel like we're in a much better place to actually reach these goals. So it's kind of like, I feel like even though we set those goals and it was awesome, it was like, yes, we're actually setting goals. Yeah. Like they weren't realistic. Yeah, like they, they were like dream big goals. 
stretch but, goals. Yeah, they were massive stretch goals. And I feel like we could pretty much take the same goal revenue-wise mm. for next year. And I think I'm pretty sure, like I'm 99.9% sure we're going to kick that goal in the ass. I think so too. And I think that, um, I mean, just thinking back to January, we hadn't even, like we just started automation. That was when we had just started using Drip. Like, that means we had just started doing, like, being serious about email optimization and autoresponders and all of that. Like, and any form of processes. We had zilch, zero. So, like, to think back to that moment, 1st of January, where we had absolutely no idea, like, what we were going to do, how to do anything, really. We hadn't even, like, we didn't even have our new website. Mm. Like, Nothing like that. So, yeah, you're right. Like, looking back on that 1st of January moment, it's, like, far out. Yeah. Okay, so January happened. Um, it was, I guess, in January we actually held a Make Life Merry Challenge. Yeah. Which was actually really successful. Hugely. And such a great way to start the year, can I just add. Like, that was freaking epic. I remember being at the coast with mum and dad. We are celebrating dad's 60th birthday. And we were doing the launch while at the coast. And we just, like, were seeing everybody sign up. And it was so exciting and so, like, kind of overwhelming. I think we had 350 people through on yeah. that round, which is so amazing. And it was the most highest energy thing we've ever done. It was the, probably the most successful thing we've ever done. And then we were like, oh, all these people are doing membership sites. The Make Life Merry Challenge is pretty much like a membership, except it only lasts for four weeks. What if we turned it into a membership? Do you reckon that was yeah. a bad idea? You know what? It seemed like <laughs> a really good idea, and I had, like, so much belief that it was going to work. I knew it was going to work. Even though we were kind of turning our backs on this success and the traction, and, you know, like, like my advice to everyone is follow the freaking traction. Follow what works. Like, lesson. Yeah, this is a bloody big lesson. <laughs> Don't. Like, if it's working and you're kind of enjoying it, like, maybe maybe I didn't 100% enjoy it, but I know. Like, you know, I'm saying, like, it was a lot of work. That's what I'm trying to say. But in hindsight, and bloody hindsight's a wonderful thing, not. In hindsight, all we had to do was hire some help. Mm-hmm. All we had to do was invest some of that money that we made to get more help with our challenges. Instead, we created this membership which we thought would be less work, you know, like this monthly thing that we create. It was so hard. We were creating content every single month and we had to create it because we told people that that was it. You know, we sold this membership and we guaranteed this and this and this and this. And we put in so much content, but we didn't realize how much work it was going to be. And then we also didn't realize that actually we don't really like creating content for a hundred or so people we prefer to create content that we can put on facebook and have the potential to reach millions of people mm. i mean so much more exciting yeah, so much more exciting and it feels like we're making better impact yeah. bigger impact and same with the, the challenge i mean like it felt like we were changing people's lives in that four weeks like massive changes so crazy. high energy high vibe amazing and then over but the club like as much as i love the club it took a while to find fine tune it. Like mm. we just had put way too much content in it. No one was even using the content. Yeah. So it kind of just felt like this work that no one even needed or yeah. wanted. So January ended. We had this bright idea that we should make this membership. We pre-sold the membership yeah. and told everybody, oh. 
like we pre-sold it to the people who had just gone through the challenge and we told everybody it would be ready by the 1st of April. And so that gave us, what, February, March, two months to create it. And we had no idea how to create a membership site. We wanted to also do a rebrand of Merry Make Sisters oh at God. the same time and launch this at the same time. And a new website. A new website. And we were like, yeah, like this is, that's doable in two months. But the thing is, we didn't really start it straight away. We started talking about it straight away. We did that really well. We started talking about it. In the meantime, we also moved to the Gold Coast. In packed February. Up, packed up. Cleaned out, like, far out. Like, that was an, an effort and a half. Cleaned up all our house. Sold stuff. Gave stuff away. Massive effort that we didn't realise was such a big effort. Drove up We've to Queensland. We've never moved before. No. Drove, got in my, my our little car, drove up to Queensland, <laughs> found a house to live in, a little apartment in Broad Beach, which is amazing. Didn't give you our address, but that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ooh. <laughs> that's so funny. Loved the Gold Coast, but man, like that kind of like took like a, a month. month out of our lives, like a whole and month. And because February is such a short month. Of like settling in. <laughs> oh my God, such a short month. And then we had the Philippines booked in March. Oh my gosh. So we actually, I remember this very clearly. We arrived at our Broad Beach apartment. Yeah. We unpacked our boxes. Oh my God. And then we went down to Canberra because we were doing work oh. for the Color Run. Did that. Mm. Came back to Queensland. And then went to the Philippines. So, like, we weren't even living in the Gold Coast for the first, I reckon, month and a half that we moved here. Mm. So, it was, like, this crazy, crazy, crazy couple of months where it was just, like, we got nothing done. We were traveling all over the place. And then we come back. It's March. We're mid-March. We're a couple weeks out from the launch of the 1st of April. And we haven't even done anything. Well, to be honest, we had actually been working with someone. Yes. Because, remember, we were... In the Philippines, talking to them. Oh, true. Yeah. And the work was no good, so we'd hired someone. True, we had the logo. We hired someone who, you know, we thought amazing. They're gonna do our membership site. They're gonna do our rebrand. It's gonna be amazing, and it was complete crap. And it was so bad. It was so so bad. So major lesson there: work with the best people. Like, if you need to put more money into it, do it. Yeah. Like. Talk to them. If you want the best, you got to work yeah. with the best. Such a big yeah, lesson. So like I things, thought we'd learned that last year. I know. Year. Things to look for. Um, testimonials. Mm-hmm. Past work. Like, don't just hire someone on what they say they can do. Yeah. What have they done? Prove it. Mm-hmm. I want proof. Like, give me a logo that you've designed. Give me a website you've created. Give me a membership you've created. Like, I need to see that before I'm yeah. going to give you thousands of dollars and then end up with a shitty thing. We learned the hard way, guys. Like... Don't you do, learn the yeah. same lesson. Like, just learn from us and because, like, it sucks. Yeah, and I think it was three days. <laughs> I'm sure we've mentioned this on the podcast before. It was three days before we were meant to launch. Was the, it only three days? Yeah, it was Tuesday. I remember Tuesday night. And we were launching on Friday. We were launching on Friday. We were going out for dinner, I think, with Dan. Yeah. We got sent the membership. We were just parking. I know. We looked it up on our laptops in the car, and it was horrible rubbish horrendous rubbish went inside we were like dan like this is a disaster and we hadn't told been keeping dan updated because we knew we were like it's gonna be okay it's gonna be okay and we hadn't been telling we hadn't been telling him because he's like hard ass with design like like you know he knows what good design is and now i think we've learned so much from just watching him 
and like being pickier <laughs> and just like knowing what looks good and what looks shite. And we, and we, sh- we showed him and he was like, what the F is this? Like, honestly. And we were like, oh my because God. Because our current website that we already had was way better than what we were going to change Yeah, because it, it was the website. And do you remember they asked us, do you want us to turn it on tonight? Oh. And we were like, No. no! <laughs> Oh my god, it was a disaster. It was a complete disaster. Anyway, as you do, we went out for dinner and drank three cocktails each and got very drunk. Had a little cry. Cried. And then Dan said, you can do this. You guys can create your own membership. Don't worry about creating the new website yet. Yeah. But the membership is first priority because we were we had told everybody that it was going to open on the 1st of April. And that was in three days' time. And I was like, okay, cool. So um, I spent the next two days creating the membership site. I remember doing it. I was at Dan's house. I was freaking the F out because like, I had no idea. There were tears. There was everything. But I just Googled stuff. I used tutorials. I asked Dan for help. And we got it done. I mean, <laughs> do you know what? Like, I could not have done this. Like, Carla just says it like that. But someone like me, I cannot just watch a tutorial and know how to do stuff on the website like Carla just has a special ability and there's people (laughs) you guys might like be nodding along yeah I can do that too or you might be like hell no I like just look at the computer and it blows up that's Um, that's me (laughs) so Carla just like luckily she's kind of a whiz at that and can just learn and pick stuff up really really snappy fast so it was amazing. It was better than, like, a billion times better than what we were going to pay thousands of dollars for. It was for. as good as what we thought it was going to be when we, if we paid for it. And we got to create it and we could update it and we could change it and we had full control. And luckily we did because we ended up shutting that aspect of the club down like a couple months later like maybe four months months. yeah so okay so we're in april one we've launched the club and um we're really excited because we thought you know what this is what's gonna be the thing like we've created this membership memberships are the way to go they're the way of the future everybody's doing memberships recurring revenue rah 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 um we did the club and as em said what the club included at that stage was lots of monthly content exclusive content to the club and Two months in, we realised, shit, like, we don't enjoy doing this anymore. And shit, no one's even using it. So people were using the meal plans, but no one was listening to the webinars that we were providing. No one was reading the content or using the worksheets that we were making. And, I mean, like, that's why we do this, right? We do it to help people. So if if it's not helping anyone, it kind of just made it even more of a drag and... Then we ended up resenting it. Mm. And not to mention we were spending about a day's work of it every week. Yeah. Like we were spending a day working on this stuff every week that we weren't enjoying, that people weren't using, and it just didn't add up. No. And then when we tried to launch the club and sell the club, it also didn't blow up like yeah. we thought it was going to. We had like we now have like 250 people in there, which is amazing. Like we've had a growth of like 150 people this year, which but is really good, but we changed it. That we, wasn't at the time. And we changed it and we also decreased the price yeah. a lot. So in the end it's actually become a very cheap product yeah. where really if we if we need we need to like hustle hard if we want to make it really profitable. Yeah. Like we need to get like 1000 people in there. Yeah. So it's kind of like, we're going to see where it goes. It's super fun. We love connecting with everyone in the That's club. That's the best part about it. Like, yeah, meeting the Making people. Making friends with yeah. our merrymakers. But 
we're going to see what happens because like our goal is to help people and we just need to find the right thing to do yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. So two months after the club, so what were April, May, June, and we've created epic meal plans for this club. We've hired a photographer. We've like gotten all these amazing photos done. So we're what, six meal plans in? Yeah. With these amazing photos? Yeah. And we're like, oh, like we've given these amazing meal plans and amazing photos to these 150, 200 people. Um, maybe we could do something with them. Yeah, maybe we could put them <laughs> in another book. That's a bright idea. Bright idea. Because <laughs> we learn all the shit. We learn all the lessons from all the mistakes we already made, right? And it should be easy to make another book, right? Because now we know all the things. Right? Right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. You guys. Okay. So it's June. It's June. July. It's July now. And we have all the photos done and we have the book done. And we're kind of at a stage in our business where we're like, you know what? Like we kind of have to launch something because we're going to America mm-hmm. and we're light on cash flow and we don't actually have anything planned. We don't have a challenge planned. What are we actually going to do? We had the option. What were we going to do? It was like, we're going to do Mary Biz Hustle. Yeah. We were going to do the book. And we were like, well, we've got all the content for the book. Why don't we just launch the book? And we kind of thought, well, we pre-sell last time. We can pre-sell again. But this time we'll get the printing done after and the design is like in momentum but yeah. not complete yet. Yeah. Bum bum. Mistake, mistake, mistake. Firstly, warning bells. Warning bells. <laughs> there's like, you know what, like mistakes made on our behalf, mistakes made on pretty much every contractor we hired for the creation and production of that book. Like there was mistakes made by every single person in this kind of like this project so like you know when one person makes a mistake then that impacts every other person yeah so everyone had made mistakes so all these mistakes had impacted everyone so it pretty much like threw out our game plan by like months and months and months this book was supposed to be ready by october and and it's still not ready we have finally got confirmation that maybe that probably it's going to arrive in Sydney on the 31st of December. But, like, we're not telling anybody that. Like, you know, because it's not in concrete. And that's another lesson. Don't make promises that aren't – you can't keep. Like, we are – like, personally and business-wise, we are like, if you say you're going to do something, you do it. Yeah. Like, that's what we've always been. It's how we've always run our business. There's never really been a thing like this, like this book that has blown out so far that has been – the worst thing ever. Yeah. So, yeah, lesson learned is, like, make sure you have, like, your promises, like, those deadlines. Like, make sure that they're doable and under-promise and over-deliver rather than the other way around because that is more magical. When you can provide something earlier, it's like, yes. It's, and it's not a good feeling to do the opposite. Yeah. Trust us, it's bad. Yeah. So, and we're sorry if you bought our book and we're sorry about the delay, but it's going to be worth it. It we, is. We have two in our house and it's the prettiest, most amazing book ever. <laughs> And we cannot wait to send it to you. And there's going to be lots of love sent along with it. I actually think the book is going to be amazing. And yeah. I know that like that something amazing is going to happen from this book. And I'm just excited for it to be done. Yeah. So October came. No, so we launched the book. That all happened. We went to America. Yeah. Um, And that was fun. Yeah, and America was amazing. We did this epic road trip with Dan in, in a Tesla. You oh. can read it. You can hear about that. There's a whole podcast. Yeah, and it was just so cool. And then we went to Hal Elrod's conference. Which was epic. And it was just like really inspiring. Learned so much. And 
I think like for us, like we just kind of need to travel a little bit to like, to, I don't know. You know, we went to New York. We went to New York. Yeah. And that was just inspiring. And then we came home. Didn't we go to Bangkok shortly after? No, no. We had a break from travel, didn't we? I don't know. I think we went to, I think actually we went to, we went, do you know guys, we actually went to America before we launched the book. I'm pretty sure. Oh. Yeah, in we got September. our timeline run wrong. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. America was before that, then the book, then all that happened. Okay, cool. All right, we're on track. And then we attended ProBlogger because... We love ProBlogger. We love ProBlogger. Darren Rath's epic, always an amazing conference. Watch Dan's keynote speak. Watch Nathan Chan speak. And then we spoke yeah. at the Wellness Summit, the biggest performance... Yeah. The biggest ever, performance we've ever done. We spoke in front of a thousand people. Wow. So before the pro blogger event, we actually did speaker training. Oh yeah. With Dwayne Alley. And that again was game changer. It gave us so much confidence. So, so much. Just little tricks that mm-hmm. you learn to be a better speaker. Because you know what? Like, as someone who's attended a lot of conferences, shitty speakers, like they impact your time at a conference. Like I think if you're going to speak, you need to prepare. Yeah. So we knew that. We didn't want to let people down when people paid money, paid for their tickets to come watch us and a bunch of other people speak, but still us. Mm-hmm. So it was like we need to pre- create the best energy, the best, like, talk ever. Yeah. And we did it. Like, yeah. we nailed it. God, how fun was that? Oh. Do, you reckon, do you think that was your favourite talk of the year? Yeah, I think I by think far. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Totally, 100%. me too. And closely followed by last night's, I think. Yeah, I think Soul so too. Sister Circle, that was fun. And then closely followed by We Are Podcast. Oh, yeah, We Are Podcast was pretty fun. It was fun. pretty freaking epic. That was epic. Yeah. Okay, so that happened. Wellness Summit happened. And then I think we were just plodding along, just hustling hard. Yeah. And then We Are Podcast happened. That was awesome. Great event. And then we were like, okay, what next? And so we decided to launch Marybiz Hustle. Yeah. It's been something, I mean, like, with the creation of this podcast and, like, talking more about business stuff, we'd wanted to dabble into, test it out the water, this sort of thing. Like, test out creating a business product. Because we get so many emails about it. Yeah. We get questions questions. all the time. And we created Marybiz Hustle and it was this amazing month-long live group where we just like hustled hard got shit done i mean it was amazing it was amazing like i mean some of the stuff that people got done was just like mind-blowingly amazing completely changed their websites they completely redesigned their websites it was so cool and it was really good just connecting with amazing people too and seeing i mean like you kind of get stuck in your own little world when you have your own business and you're working online and you're working from your house like you do get stuck in your own little world so it's so cool to like branch out and see what other people are doing get inspired by them so that was like very very successful in that we didn't get the amount of people we wanted to get in but we got enough to make it profitable and we got enough to make it a very good vibe in the group and I think like connections were made like yeah there was 50 people in the group and every day it was so busy and it was just hustle like people hustling people asking questions and everyone helping each other too Mm. I think it was amazing and I think that's kind of missing like that connection sometimes for Mm. people and I think we were able to create it so I think that was awesome and I really loved it I'm not sure um I think I mean, we'll talk about overall 2017 anyway later. Let's not talk about that yet. Okay, so because within the Mary Biz Hustle, we did our own little hustle. Oh, yeah. And it wasn't qu- it wasn't little. I forget what it we was. We launched oh, that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we, oh my we have, had been wanting to do an app since maybe, do you think it was the start of last year? 
It was just when we had quit our jobs. It was like it was 2014. 2014. We wanted to do this app. We were working with someone else and he was like, yeah, I can make the app for you and I'll do it for free. And we were like, oh my God, yes, create the app. And then crickets, nothing, nothing happened. <laughs> we're like, okay, cool. That's fine. The app wasn't meant to be yet. But then Dan had another challenge, a seven-day startup challenge. Oh, yeah. And our friend Jared, who you've probably heard a few times on this podcast, messaged us out of the blue and was like, hey, what are you going to do for your project for the seven-day startup? And we were like, oh, we don't know. Maybe we'll just like hustle and get some new partnerships and stuff. Like That seems pretty doable. We'll just do that. He was like, why don't you make an app? We're like, uh, can you make an app in seven days? Like, really? Is that possible? And he was like, yeah, of course you can make an app in seven days. Like, it's easy as. Like, I'll, I'll help you. I'll help you do the app and you'll be able to do it in seven days. And I was like, okay. So for these seven days, we hustled so hard on this app. We got like a, um, a pro- like we pretty much got the shell of the app completely done. We could see it and it was looking amazing. And we continued to work on that. Wasn't done in seven days mind you definitely not no um and the app was freaking hard like trying to develop some software and absolutely having no idea what to do working with people from overseas them getting it wrong communication issues so many things there was a stage for maybe a month and a half where I just left the app because I was kind of in charge of the app and I was like I don't want to do this anymore it's too hard and nothing is flowing and nothing is working and I just don't know what to do so a month and a half happened of not working on the app and then I think it was Dan who asked Emma what's going on with the app. Yeah. And Emma was like, nothing. <laughs> I was like, nothing. Literally, I was like, Carla's had enough, so she stopped work on it. And then he kind of like looked at me. He gave me this look and I was like, oh, maybe I should take over. And he was like, yeah, you should take over. You guys, like an app would be great for your business. And I was like, yeah, you're right. And you know how sometimes you need that outsider push? Mm. Dan's really good for that outsider push. <laughs> he kind of just like puts another perspective and like that's like anyone you know an outsider does you always have your people your your who you know the people who are really close to you who you're comfortable with them telling you actually this might be a better idea and you're like oh yeah like working on that app best thing best thing launching that app I mean like are we up to launching it? Do I talk about that? Like we launched yeah, the so, app. So what happened was Emma took it over yeah. and she was like, okay, she she like, she like jumped right in. She's As we said, she's not good at this technical stuff, <laughs> but she jumped right in with no fear and I was really proud of her for doing that. And her doing that made me re-excited yeah. about it and it I wanted funny. to jump on board too. You know, it was pretty funny because like really I only worked on it by myself for like a week. <laughs> but it gained, you know, it got back, the momentum came back. And the excitement. And I was talking about it and I I was like telling Carl's about it as I went like oh this happened like da 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 and then Carla got really excited about it and like both of us working on that project and I think it's probably been like the one project where we've both had like big roles in it and it's both it's been really successful yeah, and really like, fun yeah it's just fun like, it's been the most that was the most fun project I think yeah and I think it was so cool to like be able to see something being created yeah like, software that like absolutely if you'd asked us yeah. Three years ago when we started the Mary Meg Sisters, do you think you could make an app? Yeah. The answer would have been no. And with the help yeah. of Jared, like, we were mm. able to create the app. And it was cool working alongside of Jared. I mean, he's just got, like, this amazing mind and work ethic. So inspiring. Very inspiring. He hustles hard and he just, I mean, he just does so much. He has much. no fear, I yeah. think. Like, no, like, no, not no fear, but, like, just, like, 
the ability to be like anything is possible. Yeah. Like even more so than what we are. Like with oh, yeah. the software stuff. Because well, I like think it, it's, he's had more experience. Yeah. He's built a hundred apps. Yeah. Like of course he thinks anything is possible. Yeah, exactly. In an app. <laughs> exactly. But um, I mean, and then we launched it, and bloody hell, we got number one in the Australian app Yay, store in like, nine hours. In nine hours, we just didn't even think about that. Like, we didn't even think about. It wasn't the... even a goal. No, we didn't even know it was a goal. I didn't even know there was charts. No. <laughs> and it was just like the most exciting thing ever. And I mean, like that was probably and like surreal. my that's probably my highlight of the year, Me business too. business wise. Me too. Oh, 100 percent. That app. Mm. This app, Get Merry app, is my old, my favourite thing. Yes, themerrymakersisters.com forward slash app. Oh, good job, Emmy. Well Thanks. done. Thank good you. Good call to action. Good CTA there. Um, so that happened. I mean, this is, we're talking, this only happened a month ago. That, like, that's crazy. It only happened four weeks ago. Wow. So that's where we're at now. Um, and now we're heading into the end of the year. It's December. And only maybe in the past month, We've had some really good opportunities to sit down, reflect back on the year, what's worked, what hasn't, what have we loved, what haven't we loved, and kind of worked out a plan for 2017. Yeah. Right? Like, we've been able to take, like, just from this episode, you guys would probably be thinking, God, those merrymakers are crazy. They try so many things. They do so much stuff. Like, what are they even focusing on? Yeah. Aren't they all about focus? Like, what are they doing? So, as we said at the beginning, we were like, no, we really just needed to try everything and jump into everything this year and see what we actually enjoyed, what was going to work, what was gaining more traction. And now for 2017, we kind of have a pretty good idea of how we're going to tackle the first six months. Yeah, and, which I think and is amazing. Just like have this clarity, direction, and it feels doable and realistic and exciting. And I think it's like, you know what? Like going with the flow and following your bliss and like leading with your heart. I get it, but you need to think about it too. Like, like there's no doubt that we are not like a heart centered business, but like we also use our brains and our minds a lot more now. And I think that's probably a big lesson from this year that, you know what? It's actually okay to to sit down and talk about it and think hard mm-hmm. like is this a good direction even though it feels right even though it feels really good is it actually good like yeah. think about it like if it feels good tick it tick that off then think about it does it think good you know what i mean is it is it successful yes. is it gaining traction like what what are, how are people responding i mean if you've got a business and you're doing something because it feels good but it's not being it's not a success you're not making any money it's like stop doing it because well, you, you've got to like you've got to like unless you it's because you don't have your audience yet and then it's about consistency i mean yeah. consistent content creation i'm talking if you have your audience and you're trying something new and if it doesn't work it's like okay listen to that yeah. and you can always try again in a different way yeah. but you've got to change it up you can't keep doing the same thing and again and again and again and expect a different result exactly einstein said oh my god okay so 2017 what is it looking like what do you think like what are you most excited about let's yeah. talk about january um well, I'm very, very excited about our challenge. We're bringing back the challenge. We renamed it Get Merry Challenge. Because that's what everything is called. It's all Get Merry. We just want everything, everyone and everything to be merry. Um, and it's all about eating delicious food, connecting with amazing people, like-minded people, 
having similar goals and like smashing them and also learning from mm. experts. We're getting like 14 amazing experts in all different fields from like relationship advice to exercise advice to food advice to chiropractors, chiropractors yeah like hormone it's outrageous health. it's pretty much like an online summit as well as a live challenge kind of like they they mingled together and got Made together yeah and it's called get married <laughs> and it's gonna be amazing and i'm excited to launch it we're gonna like launch it properly after christmas because you know what like everyone's seen enough bored enough yeah. Christmassy stuff. I don't feel like annoying people with like this New Year thing mm-hmm. quite yet. And when I say annoying, I mean that in a loving way because God, it's going to be good. Yeah. So it's going to be freaking epic. And the difference that we made with the challenge that we had done in October last year and January this year is that we are now making it a three week meal plan where all meal plans are set. Whereas last challenge, mm. it was a two week meal plan and then two weeks you did your own thing. That didn't work. We didn't get good feedback about that part of the challenge. Everything else, we got amazing feedback. Yeah. So we changed it. We listened. We changed it. And I think that's a big lesson. Listen to your feedback where it is necessary. That you and listen. get feedback. Like yeah. set up the feedback forms, do it, read it take action yeah i just think what is going to be so epic about this challenge is the experts yeah is that learning and of course always the community like it's always so much fun yeah facebook group and so stupidly crazy yeah so like (laughs) our plan is to either do three or four of those next year and then as well as just like focus on the app like how can we double down on that app how can we like get it into more people's iphones and androids how can we make it better? So we're always going to be updating it. Mm. Currently, we're doing some updates right as we speak, which is exciting. And then it's about marketing it, content marketing it, getting on other people's sites, mm-hmm. just like spreading the merry merry word because it's such an easy way to access our recipes and just like our kind of like healthy views and lifestyle because like every recipe, we write a little bit about it. So yeah, you get like so a- cute. <laughs> I think so we've got our like our focuses for the for twenty seventeen, which is really cool because there's not ten like yeah. there was this year. It is the challenges, which we absolutely love and I'm so excited about. The app, doubling down on that. The book, once it's ready, we're going to ju- that's just gonna be a thing that we have and it's gonna be awesome. Like I know yeah. that book is gonna be amazing. It already has like been quite successful with the pre orders. So we just gotta send it out. Oh my God. And of course, this year, this probably actually the last six months, we've seen partnerships, amazing partnerships being brought back into Merrymaker Sisters business. And we have created amazing collaborations with some amazing businesses that we've actually enjoyed working with. Yeah. And that is what I'm also excited about for next year to just build on those relationships and grow our businesses together. Yeah. So I think that has just been like, from something that we did so well at the beginning to then not really enjoying it to it being too much of a task to then outsourcing it to someone to then bringing it back to the in, in-house mm. has been quite a journey. And now we've kind of figured out the perfect way to work with amazing businesses and partnerships for Merrymaker Sisters. Yeah, like they're definitely all our focuses, aren't they? And mm. I think another way, and, I, and of course every day, and another thing that I'm actually really pumped about next year is like we ca- we're going to try implement this new way of working where it's we Ooh. we have like theme days. So I know we talked about this on one of our podcast episodes with Kimberly Rich. Don't know the number, but we'll put that in the show notes. <laughs> we never know the numbers, do we? And episode blah. 
<laughs> anyway, and she had this theme day thing. And maybe it wasn't even on the podcast. Maybe she was just telling us about no, it. I think she did talk about it on the podcast. How funny. Oh, yeah, because we put the image in. Yeah. So we're going to do like a thing where it's like, okay, every Monday we do challenge stuff. Every Tuesday we do partnership stuff. Every Wednesday we do uh, app, stuff. app stuff. And it's like... And every Thursday we do content stuff. And then every Friday we do catch up and personal development. Yeah. So it's like we have more guidelines of how we're going to work, how we're going to tick stuff off. And I feel like it's really going to help us because you're more focused. If you're focused on one project, like you're going to get more stuff done for that project every single day depend and change up the project. It makes so much sense. And then, of course, like if urgent stuff comes up, then you do that. But anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm so pumped about me it. Me too, and I think it's going to really work for us. And I yeah. think that um, we, again, with everything that's happened this year, that's been a huge thing of being organized. And it all began with setting goals on the 1st of January because if we hadn't have had those goals, mm. we wouldn't have been able to break those goals down further into projects, which we then broke down into months, which we then broke down into weeks, which we then broke down into days. Yeah. And I think that has been game changer for us of actually having an overview of what we're actually doing instead of just being like, what are we doing today? Yeah. That's how we used to work and we don't do that anymore and I think that's freaking awesome. So awesome. So that has been our 2016. It's been such a bloody, crazy, amazing year. And our psychic (laughs) friend, Nicole, who we um, caught up poolside by the Philippines, gave us a psychic reading back in March. And she said, girls, 2016 is going to be a bit rocky for you. It's going to kind of be a little bit crazy, a little bit unsure, a little bit like, whoa, what's happening? But what you're actually doing is that you're setting the foundations. And then 2017 is going to be your year to absolutely skyrocket and grow and like just blow up pretty much. And so that she told us that in March and I took that on board and I was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. And now looking back, I can definitely say that 2016 was the year of setting foundations and trying everything and everything going a little bit crazy, a little bit not as planned, but I'm very excited for 2017. Yeah. I'm so excited to see in the new year, like so excited for fresh starts, fresh motivation, and it's going to be awesome. And maybe you guys are in a similar boat. Maybe you kind of feel the same. Like I know we've spoken to a few people out and about in the business world and they kind of said that like 2016 was a bit crazy and now it's like getting ready for 2017. It's like really exciting and feeling fresh and mm-hmm. and motivated. So I think like can like – what am I trying to say? <laughs> harness that. Like, harness that feeling and use it. Like, get that to, like, push you along and have fun. New Year's is so exciting. Like, new beginning. It feels like a cleansing experience. Yeah. So, guys, we hope that your 2016 was amazing and we'd love to hear about it. So, make sure you do get in touch yeah. on social media. Um, and wishing you... The most amazing Christmas with your families. Yeah. Thank you so families, much. Families, friends, friends, or whatever you're doing. Yeah, whatever. Um, maybe you don't celebrate Christmas. Whatever you want to do. Have holiday a holiday season. Yes, holiday season. Have a great holiday season. Yes. Have a happy New Year's. Stay safe. Yes. Stay amazing. Stay merry. Yes. And Always. we're excited to see you in or talk to you in 2017. And if you still love the show and you've been listening a while, always feel free to get in touch. And we'd love you to share the love, share this podcast with whoever you think needs it or might be slightly entertained or learn something (laughs) because we always, always appreciate it so much. We definitely do. Super grateful for you and listening to Mary Vince. 
for 2016. Yeah, thanks, guys. It's been one hell of a ride. Let's <laughs> high five. Woo! Oh, that's woo. a good one. <laughs> Before we do go, though, I'd love to give a few thank yous to some of our most amazing people that have helped us and just been with us this past year. Yeah. I mean, mum and dad always, we know you're listening, guys. We love you so much. <laughs> and I know it's been a different year because we've moved away, but you guys are our number one supporters and motivators and you have so much faith in us so thank you thank you thank you we love you thanks for listening to us talk business all the bloody time yeah sorry we i need know. to get a hobby don't sometimes we? i try not to and then it just comes back in but then also sometimes mom and dad just ask us questions about it and so <laughs> i want to answer um but know, thank you but thank you so much we love you to the moon and back times infinity um huge shout out to Anne, our amazing virtual assistant who is all the way in the philippines Man, having Anne this past year has been an absolute game changer for our business. We had no processes. We had no help. It was just Emma and I. And bringing in Anne has just been the best thing for us. Yeah. I mean, it makes us have to be more organized. So that that's probably the best thing because it's like, Anne needs to do work. Anne, you need to do work. I know you're listening. And it's like, well, we better get our shit organized, better we? Yeah. But, um... And such, like, it just was a match made in heaven. She's amazing. Yeah, You're and amazing. also to Burl, who is yes. Anne's boyfriend. We also have to send out thanks to yes. Burl because he helped us a few times with our website and helping us with advice on that. So yeah. thank you so much. Another um, huge thank you yeah, goes to Dan, Emma's boyfriend, Dan, Dan Norris, who helped with endless things this oh year. Oh, my gosh. Probably top thing that he helped us with was our amazing website redesign. Yeah, I mean, we didn't even mention that, did we? In whatever month it was, in May, we completely redesigned our website and we did it at a very low cost because Dan and Carla pretty much did it. Just got a theme, boom, and good photos photos with Chad. Chad. And it was like the most amazing, it's the most amazing website ever. We love it so much. So epic. But bloody hell, Dan, like, it's just so amazing to have a boyfriend who is so supportive of my business and my sister's business who is so willing to help. Mm. And, I mean, like, we help him too with his business. We're, it's good because we're different. We're yeah. both very different. Yeah, so definitely huge, huge, huge yeah. thank you to Dan. And, like, ugh, yeah, so much. Like, and we've had so much fun too. Yeah. And I think that's more I, awesome. And, I, yeah, I think that's the best bit, isn't it? It's like all those struggles were less of a struggle because we got to talk about it. We got to kind of like have fun along the way yeah. go to all the dinners yeah. like talk about the things that like were going wrong and kind of l- realizing the lessons earlier than we we like we didn't have to wait to learn the lessons because we could talk about it with someone else get a different perspective boom lessons learned yeah um, so i think it's just been awesome it's just been an epic year and then also like quick thank yous to go out to like all the book people like Joe and Jess yeah. and Derek and Marlene. Like you guys have helped us so, so much. And also all the event organizers like Chris Ducker and Dan Rouse yeah. and Ronsley and the Wellness Couch guys yeah. and Beck from Soul Sister Circle. And I don't know what other events did we attend. Oh, okay. DC, VKK, oh, yeah. those guys from Dynamite Circle. I mean, just for you guys putting that all together has been amazing. Peter Shankman as well for hanging out in New York. That was so much fun. And all of our new friends from Tropical Think Tank this year and still old friends from last year. Just like all the people who have, you know what, like we're very, very blessed and lucky to just connect with amazing people all around the world who they just have so much faith in like 
they're on our side and it's just so nice to have a Jared. Bunch, yeah, so nice to have a bunch of people all around the world, like all stretches of the world, like know us and feel like they are on our side. They yeah. just are like kind of going, cheering on the sidelines and like you guys as well, like the people who email us and people who say hi on the streets, like that's like the most amazing feeling ever, like to just feel like we're making a difference in someone's life and that's why we kind of do it. Because it brings us so much joy to know that we're helping people. Um, yeah, I think. And yeah. And grateful for you. Oh, grateful for you, sister. Yay. Yeah, so amazing. So thank you, everybody. And sending huge love. And I think it deserves another high five. It was a quieter one. It was. I know. I got a bit afraid it was my blow up their ears. Okay. Bye. bye. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.